another episode of Same Page. We're your hosts, Sahas Majest. And I'm Lynn Alsa Majest. Today we have two very special guests with us. We have Bobby Millard and Patrice Millard. I'm, I'm hoping I'm saying your name yes. correctly. Okay. Um, we actually met them through a hashtag. <laughs> it's very crazy, but um, we met them through Instagram um, back in a day or like maybe even just a few months ago where I reached out to them and we ended up having a lot in common. We both live in Ottawa and we'll dive into a, a few things that um, kind of connect us. So without further ado, I'll just ask you guys to introduce yourselves. Hi again, my name is Patrice Millard. I was born in Montreal but grew up in Ottawa. My parents came to Canada 50 years ago uh, through Montreal and then when I was young I moved to Ottawa. I have three beautiful girls and an amazing wife. Uh, my oldest is 15. I have a 10 year old and an 8 year old. And uh, there is my motivation like to, to build generational wealth, uh, to succeed in life and uh, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Hi, I'm Bobby. He pretty much said it all, but uh, yeah, I'm his uh, his wife, um, and I think uh, we make a good, um, you know, we're a good couple in the sense that we build together. We do almost everything together. Uh, whenever we're not together, somebody's like, "Where's Pat? Where's Pat?" So, <laughs> there's that expectation that we should always be together. But I think um, you know we have the same goals. Uh, we work towards the same goals, and uh, we want to show our daughters, you know that uh, the sky's the limit. Okay. Good stuff. So how did uh, your real estate journey kind of begin to try and build that generational wealth? Well, it ended, it, it started with us buying our first uh, uh, single family home in 2017, 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't the property we wanted, but we just want to get our foot into the real estate. Yes. Um, but we bought it with the intent of moving back to Ottawa because we bought it in Gatineau. Mm-hmm. We had lived in the West End of Ottawa. We loved it. But when we saw the property, we're like, wow, this is a beautiful property. And then we just bought the property with the intent of selling it a few years later to get some equity, take the money and just buy another piece of real estate. Uh, we ended up not being able to sell the property. First of all, that was our first real estate mistake. We paid too much for the property. Yeah. We didn't really do a market like a research to, to do the comparables and, and do a better sense of in terms of how much we could get for the property. Um, and then there is a difference between the Ottawa and the Quebec side. The yes. properties appreciate faster on the Ottawa side, whereas Quebec uh, takes a bit, especially where, where it is located, it wasn't appreciated uh, appreciating enough. So then our friend told us, why don't you rent the property? Because they saw a struggle because we really wanted to move back to Ottawa. <sighs> and uh, he told us, why don't you rent the property? And we're like, Really? Like, who would pay? Who's going to rent a house? Why don't they just buy the house? And then he said, yeah. like, you should rent it for like sixteen or seventeen hundred. Mm-hmm. Like, who's going to pay for that? Like, right. But we actually did. We took the leap of faith. We we put it up for rent, and we had multiple offers nice. of people looking to buy to rent our our property. So uh, that's where we moved back to Ottawa, and we purchased our principal residence uh, here in Canada. 
Very That's so interesting because um, sometimes I think our limiting beliefs stop us from doing something and it's so not the reality, right? Yeah. So here you are thinking, who's going to rent this? Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you move out and there's multiple offers to do that, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's just a mindset that we have to shift exactly. and, and things just, just happen. It comes down to education. Yeah. When exactly. you have no idea, you don't yeah. know any better, right? Exactly. And I still remember truly believing that nobody rents a single family home and mm-hmm. Once we start looking, we were shocked. What? <laughs> and, and if you think about it, like, um, who rents a single family home? Anybody like us who can't qualify a mortgage, right? Like, who has children or whatnot? They want a bigger space. They don't want a condo. And um, I could argue that with the condo fees, you might pay the same for a single Pretty family, um, for a single family home. So that may be like a better way to, to something to to rent that's a little bit bigger, right? Okay. Thanks for sharing that. And I'm. I'm very glad that you just took the first step because oftentimes what we see is that people are scared to take that first step into real estate and they overthink it, right? And one thing that we've noticed is that the real estate business is, um, at least when you purchase, it's it's very forgiving in a sense that when you purchase a, a whatever, um, even if you make mistakes, typically it appreciates enough that you're like, okay, you can sell it for a little bit more or um, you can withdraw your money. And we've, I don't know if you want to share sort of like what happened to the duplex. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, something similar happened to us where we overpaid. Yeah, like so, so, so we definitely overpaid. Um, we didn't do the whole market analysis as, as the same way that we do right now. Um, the, now, mind you, it's obviously it's hard to cash flow in Ottawa. And yeah. Most people are very aware of that. But when we went to purchase the place, uh, we wanted something that was turnkey. Uh, so that's so I, I, when you get something that's turnkey, obviously you tend to pay a bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we didn't do. Uh, um, the analysis as far as um, we factored in the property taxes, we factored in the insurance and the utilities, like that's pretty basic, but we for, we forgot all the contingencies. Mm. So a true <laughs> yeah. cash flow you know, you know, calculation, <laughs> yeah. you need to have the contingencies. And exactly. for those uh, for those people uh, who don't know, like the contingencies involves, you have vacancy, you have capital expenditures, you have property management, mm-hmm. and you have your capital reserve. Uh, and then that usually, depending on the markets, could be anywhere between twenty and twenty-five percent. Yep. You know, I mean, of the rent revenue that you have to consider and make sure you have those pots of money. Um, so yeah, so we definitely overpaid, but at the same time, because the market was so hot, so one year after we are kind of looking for our next our next property to to to, to purchase. Um, initially, we were going to look uh, at, at our primary residence to refinance, and there wasn't that much that, that much um, um, equity in the property. Then we looked at Sarah's condo. Once again, not that much uh, equity in there. Then we're like, then the mortgage worker was like, "Well, how about your uh, your duplex?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Well, but we just bought it." <laughs> <laughs> so, but surprisingly mm-hmm. enough. In, in, like within that one year period, and because of the market, mm-hmm. we were able to to refinance it and and find enough equity in that property to pull out. And we, and we ended up doing a, doing a, like an indirect burr. Yes, yeah. <laughs> without knowing the strategy, yeah. you know, burring. I mean, so 
some people would argue if you do it a year later, it's not really a birth. Yeah. You have to do it, I guess, sooner, maybe mm. within six months. But for us, it was just great, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I pulled out all the money and then it allowed us to purchase more. Yeah. Wow. Um, one thing that you mentioned, Bobby, is that you guys do everything together, right? Um, I want to know, has it always been like this or did you guys grow to work together? Because sometimes I find that it's something that happens organically in a couple or is that something that, you know, from the get go, you guys wanted to sort of be in business together? Hmm. I think it grew. Okay. I think we did most of the things together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, initially we were, you know, both working. We had our first daughter. So getting to, into business, even when we bought the first house, it wasn't, we didn't even see it as a business. Right. Mm-hmm. We just saw it as, you know, we have another house and you know, right. eventually we'll sell it. Right. You know, we weren't even in that mindset of being owners and landlords. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say it's about what? <laughs> years ago that we really took real estate as a business right so it was just another house that we were responsible yeah. for <laughs> and we kind of we tried to get rid of it several times <laughs> so we weren't in that mindset at all um you know uh we had so many issues with that house you know right. we had good good things too but we had so many issues with that house that we just wanted to get rid of it so we didn't see it as a business at all mm-hmm. and just like you were saying we overpaid and once we rented it we weren't cash flowing at all. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't have the education. Even yeah. people told us, don't, don't, uh, don't make a profit. You can't be positive cash flowing because you're going to pay too much taxes. And uh, for us, we didn't know anything about it. So we're like, okay, yeah, we're gonna, uh, we're not gonna, we're gonna maintain it as a negative cash flow. Mm-hmm. That way, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be paying taxes. But then, Nonsense. thinking back, we're like, what the hell are we thinking? Yeah. Yeah. We have, to, you have but to be careful learn. who you listen to. Exactly. Yeah. So, so what was that shift for you guys uh, as far as from changing from, I guess, being like retail investors to mm-hmm. actually being more, more like uh, more active real estate investors? That education part. Yes. It, it more started with uh, investing in ourselves, like yes. personal development. Yeah. I attended this event. It's called uh, Millionaire Mind Intensive. It's a three day weekend mm-hmm. and it kind of blew our minds. And I remember my wife sending me the, uh, <laughs> the link to the event and she's, she's like, we're going, and I'm like, sure, yeah, because I'm into this stuff anyway. So, but it was an amazing event. It just blew your mind because for us, growing up, it's like uh, coming from the Haitian family, mm-hmm. Haitian culture. Go to school because my dad was extremely good at school. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to university, which we did. Get the government job, which be secure, <laughs> yeah. and then retire when you're like 65, and that's where you start living. Yeah. But then when we attended that event, and we're like, oh my god, we can invest in real estate, we can invest in stocks, or there's like multiple opportunities. So that's where the first light bulb uh, yeah. switched on for us at that yeah. event. Yeah, I think um, once you learn, it, I call it drink the Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you see a totally different life yeah. than you were taught mm-hmm. growing up right mm-hmm. and you're just wondering you know i can do that right and i i think i remember myself you know learning about these things and that's only a year ago um approximately and when i say these things like real estate investing and things like that but then i'm like 
but can I be a millionaire or can I own that many properties? Will people lend me money? And all again, all that self-doubt um, and still the truth. Um, I started looking for couples who looked like me, right? Who wasn't who were investing in real estate. So one of the reasons why, you know, when I reached out to you guys, I'm like, oh my goodness, another black couple <laughs> investing in real estate. And I remember saying you saying that you had multiple um, properties, and I was like, how? And I think when you have a different mindset, the sky is literally the beginning, right? Um, And even when we purchased the triplex, I was like, why would this lady sell it to us, you know, over anybody else? So just these these two young, you know, um, this young couple, and she she actually told us like, I feel like we're selling it to friends. Wow. And I was like, oh my goodness, like this thing actually works, right? Yeah. Um, so I wanna I wanna ask you. So you go to this event, mm-hmm. right? Um, you learn about real estate, but like, what was what inspired you? Like, what is what's your why? Why are you doing this? You could invest in stocks. You can invest in so many things. And and why why do you want to achieve generational wealth? That's because for us, again, in our culture, like it's not something we thought. You know, it's like again, get the get the job, the good pension. Mm-hmm. But we want to build generational wealth, like not not only for myself, but my kids and future generations um, it's something that and we felt like real estate was the vehicle that would get us, would get us there you know? mm-hmm. so and not only that it's something that you can not only learn from it but pass it on to other people to help the community because I felt like this is something that's lacking in our community mm-hmm. uh, to get that education so it's something that like, I also want to give back mm-hmm. and teach people hey, there's another way to do things here, not like uh, what you were told when you were young. Exactly. And, and basically what we were told is like, either you're going to be a doctor. <laughs> a lawyer. A lawyer. A lawyer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, or, or, or some type of, of, of professional, but definitely like school-based. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do you guys manage um, having three kids mm-hmm. and your real estate business? How do you juggle that? There's not always a balance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pretend yeah. that... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we're stressed, sometimes, you know, we kind of feel bad. Like, whenever we go see a property, we don't bring the kids, obviously, especially now with COVID. And they'll be like, where are you going? And, you know, we're going to visit a house. Usually if it's in town, it's not a big deal. But sometimes we go to Cornwall or Smith Falls, so it's a little further. And sometimes they're like, oh, again? But they know at the same time that's what we do. Um, And, you know, it's for them. Mm -hmm. But they got used to it. Okay. So, but of course, sometimes there's no balance. Yeah. I'm not gonna pretend that everything is peachy all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, I have to do this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes we sit down with them and we kind of explain to them, you know. Yeah. Uh, initially, when we would visit a house, they're like, "Are we gonna move there?" <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we rented to people, and you know, so they're still young, but they're they're slowly getting it. And sometimes, you know, especially Mia, are you gonna buy the house? I'm not gonna buy every single building we see. Exactly. Yeah, that yeah. that's really important for them to somewhat be involved, you know, yeah. maybe just mm-hmm. seeing you walk around houses and even asking questions like, are you going to buy the house? Are we going to move there? Yeah. And you can start explaining, no, we're going to buy it, rent it 
to other people, exactly. um, even though they're young, it's really good for them to see that there's another way than, you know, what what you typically hear, like, you know, go to school, get yeah. a good education, get your career and all that. And so mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And because, like, the first, like, when our first venture into real estate wasn't the best, we made so many mistakes, like mm-hmm. bad tenants. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, lots of mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's Bacon one like a year. <laughs> house was vacant for a year. Yeah, okay. yeah. we've invested stuff. forty thousand to do a secondary dwelling unit in the basement. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we didn't contact the city, so we didn't get the proper permits, and it wasn't permitted in that area. Okay. So we made a lot of mistakes. Yes. So we had a initially real estate left left a sour taste in our mouths, mm-hmm. but uh, once we invested more in ourselves, we uh, got some mentoring from uh, Bruce Firestone. Yes. He's the uh, former owner of the Senators, and then Alfonso Quadra. Like they just opened their eyes to see, well, this can work, and you just need to invest in yourself. Uh, follow what people others have done before you you learn from their mistakes Mm -hmm. and that's going to help you grow so everything that happened with that rental property which we still have is is all a a learning experience for us I know it sucked in the beginning. I poured a lot of my money there, but yeah. it's some, I, I wouldn't take it away. Like, no. It's a good experience, and it's something that I can help others uh, avoid those same mistakes as we did. We learned. Absolutely. <laughs> the hard way. <laughs> yeah. So you guys bought, brought up modeling, which is one of the strategies that people use to uh, to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, do you have any, any other tips for people that like, would be who are interested in starting uh, in real estate investing that, that, based on your experience, that you want? to uh, to give them I think is the key is personal development like you learn so so many so much things like sales negotiations uh, confidence and all those skills are, are key uh, in all aspects of business and especially in real estate so that's something that was extremely key for us uh, constantly uh, investing in ourselves going to workshops mm-hmm. listening to podcasts uh, reading I used to hate reading yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable but it it's really paying off. Sometimes you don't see the, the results right away, yes, exactly. but over time, like people see you grow, and then uh, when you're faced with a new situation, you're like, oh, I've seen this before, so you have the confidence now to, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. to tackle it. Yeah, and if you didn't see that situation, it's to have the people around you that did have that experience exactly. that can help you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to say just one person, because you know we have many coaches, and sometimes we'll be faced with a situation, and we'll ask their opinion, and they'll mm-hmm. come with different solutions. Right. So it's really having people around you that are better than who went through it Mm -hmm. Um, but education is key definitely yeah yeah somebody uh, um, told us actually one of uh, videos that you should have a coach that's like maybe um, one or two years ahead of you so not necessarily have you know let's say a billionaire and Mm. you're just starting out Mm -hmm. then that could be very discouraging because Mm -hmm. you're you know you're you're looking at them and and saying when when am I ever gonna get there yeah Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought that was a good tip because it's like you're you're reaching for a goal that you feel like it's attainable mm-hmm. right? if you want to be like sure. that. Um, you mentioned a lot of obstacles, you know, during your journey to uh, in real estate investing, and I see that you didn't give up. I think a lot of people would have given up, especially for a vacant property for a year. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, and um, we've encountered the same thing where you know, in real estate investing, I think, or any business, any entrepreneur, you're gonna encounter naysayers or people that are gonna ask you questions like, 
you know, you're borrowing money from other people or, you know, um, talk to us about what your mindset has to be like and how you sort of overcome if anybody sort of try to like stop on your dreams and, you know, of financial freedom, for example. Um, what, what do you say to them or how do you counter that? It's a lot, uh, like, especially for us, like working in government, you have a stable job, pension, and then you're talking about buying properties and like people kind of look at you like, what are you doing? Or even friends and family that they truly care for you. They're like, I've heard this on the news, real estate is bad and all that stuff. So you try to block that noise. And even for us, like uh, we have an Instagram page and we really, really thought about it a long time before publishing it because we're like oh my god people are going to say what are you guys doing and all that stuff so all those limiting beliefs and uh, not wanting to be judged like those things come to mind but then we're just like we just have to keep pressing and you will inspire some people by yeah. doing that and if we don't do that do we meet we may not exactly. have met you guys today exactly. you know? right. so, you're absolutely uh, right and nobody questioned the page all was wow everybody was inspired and we yeah, didn't get you, any negative feedback you attract a lot of people and people wanting to learn Sometimes sometimes the negativity is in your mind, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I do know that when I saw your page, I was I was inspired. So that's amazing. Honestly, I'm so happy and proud that you guys are doing this. A couple like us in Ottawa that we can reach out to and we can drive, you know, and just like share a conversation. Um I, I hope that anybody who wants to start in real estate investing or entrepreneurship or just a different path that they have learned in school is just they know that it's possible no matter what. Um, and you mentioned something um, multiple times, which is education, self-development. Yes. Self, um, and without that, you will go nowhere. You mm-hmm. must. Yes, you can you know learn from the school of hard knocks and try and mm-hmm. fail and try and fail. But um, you will save years. Of, uh, of yeah just years if you actually educate yourself um, but one thing I, I've noticed with you know education and personal development is that society teaches go to college go to university mm-hmm. but whenever you we invite people to some of the workshops or people are not interested necessarily they're not ready you know you have to be ready of and ha- once they come they're like wow mm-hmm. but it seems to be hard for them because it's not an official institution, I don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like oh, a whole weekend? But that weekend wow. could change your life. Yeah, yeah, you know? Absolutely. It's an investment and it's not yeah. necessarily money. Sometimes it's just it's interesting. If you think about it, people will spend like four or five years in university for yeah. an under undergrad yeah. and they can't spend one weekend, you yeah. know? Yeah. 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 I think uh, they they really got us good at school. Yes. Oh. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's interesting you mentioned that because now for us, our activity on the weekend <laughs> is to do some type of a workshop. Like for us, like that, like we, like we look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Yeah. And, 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 and like, like a year ago, like we couldn't say that. You know that that's that, that actual statement because like we want to um, either travel or actually do something. You know, like more more social, even though. Exactly. Are social, but um, want something more social. I guess more like a less um, knowledge base, exactly. right? Yeah. Uh, more just just a lot more leisure. And now it's, it seems like almost every other weekend we're doing either we're doing we're working on our budget, we're working on 
um, e either um, writing out our dreams, uh, doing these vision boards, uh, and, and then we are attending these workshops just to learn more uh, different strategies on real estate. Um, and it's, uh, it's, 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 it's interesting just having, the, just having that shift from wanting to, to do those to do those activities and stuff, just like you know, just like laying on the couch and watching TV all the week, exactly. all the weekend, right? So yeah. yeah. And when you have a goal and you write it down, I think you're a little bit more intentional, a lot more intentional about how you spend your time, right? Mm -hmm. Because you see that goal, you pass by it every day, and you're like, wait, wait a minute, oh, you know, how am I going to achieve that when you sit on the couch? Right? Yeah. So I, I'm big on definitely writing your goals, um, vision board. Mm -hmm. um, we're both big on vision board. Um, because we know that that it's always in your subconscious, right? Yep. So that your actions really align with um, okay. with your goal. Um, one last question that I have for you guys, not real estate related or anything like that, um, that we wanted to ask at the beginning. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you could take five thousand dollars a week for life, or five million dollars today, which one would you take? I'm taking five million today. Okay. And invest in real estate. <laughs> yeah, and maybe afford one trip or two, but uh, yeah. invest in real estate for yeah. sure. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Same. Same? Yep. Okay. Definitely. And would you put it in real estate? Maybe not always, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what else would you say? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, a few trips. A few trips. A few trips. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, life is short. So life is short. Then, yeah. We said the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I posed a question to Leonard and he thought the same thing. Definitely. <laughs> Five million dollars invested because who knows what the future holds, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Um, so if people want to reach you, you know, they see this video and they're like, oh my goodness, this is a cool couple. <laughs> How can they reach you? They can reach us on our Facebook page, Milao Real Estate. Okay. Uh, as well as our Instagram page, Milao, uh, Milao Real Estate. So okay. M-I-L-O-R-D, Real Estate. Okay, mm -hmm. awesome. So we'll put it at the bottom of the screen so that people can reach out to us. Mm -hmm. um, anything else? I think that's a wrap, yeah. Yeah, so this was amazing. Thank you so much for allowing us to come to your home mm -hmm. and ask you these questions and share your knowledge and your journey with us. We are we feel very blessed to know you guys and to be part of the same group you know, of investing. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure we'll do many more things together in the future. Um, so our viewers, you guys heard it here. If you guys want to reach out to them, we'll uh, put the Instagram tags and Facebook um, uh, names so that you guys can reach out to them. So until next time. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.